The International Science Council works at the global level to catalyze and convene scientific expertise, advice, and influence on issues of major concern to both science and society. In this podcast series dedicated to women in science around the world, we discuss gender equality in science systems, sharing initiatives and experiences in ways that go beyond mere gender awareness in favor of effective, transformative action. Brought to you by the International Science Council, advancing science for the global public good. In this episode, we speak with Linga Dahali Subramanya Shashidara, an Indian developmental biologist, geneticist, and a professor of biology at the Indian Institute of Science Education and Research. He is the coordinator of TropicsQ, teaching resources to integrate climate topics across curricula across the globe. TropicsQ is an ISC-funded project aimed at increasing climate change education into the formal education system worldwide. He speaks about the importance of creativity, which is critical to the advancement of science. Hello, thanks so much for speaking with us. Would you mind giving me just a brief introduction of your name, who you're with, and what you're doing at the moment? Uh, I'm Professor Shashidara. Uh, Shashi, everybody calls me as. I'm a biologist. Uh, I'm also president of International Union of Biological Sciences, which is a, a member union of uh, IAC International Science Council. I'm a dean of research at a new university called Ashoka University, which is a liberal arts university where we are trying to implement uh, new ways of doing science in a liberal arts you know, ambience. Prior to this, I was uh, Dean of Research and Faculty and the founding member of a new institute in India, Indian Institute of Science, Education and Research, which is to integrate undergraduate uh, research and uh, uh, and education uh, in a very comprehensive way. And in this integrated atmosphere, that's where we started looking at what are the issues that we need to address of the society, which should not be brought into the in an institute's uh, culture. Mm. So how did you become involved in gender equality specifically? Was there a specific moment that sort of propelled you into thinking in a different way or looking at it through this lens? Yeah. Or was it a slow? So as I said, when we were establishing Institute of Science Education and Research, which is a new ways of uh, doing science education and research in India. And one of the issues that we are trying to address is how to improve the uh, enrollment of um, girls in science education and how to improve the uh, the faculty, uh, you know, uh, women faculty in terms of gender ratio in the faculty. And the third is how to set up an infrastructure, physical infrastructure, as well as academic and administrative and management infrastructure practices, how to improve the physical infrastructure so that more girls come to science and more women would be able to accomplish as researchers. Yeah, it's quite interesting to speak to you and have you as a voice here because obviously you are man involved in gender equality for women, which is amazing. But I was wondering if you have an example of a time perhaps that you've witnessed gender equality in the workplace or in the field of sciences, because of course, when we're talking about gender equality, men are just as much a part of gender equality as women um, in different ways. Um, so I was, could you speak a little bit about a time that you may have specifically witnessed? Okay. So it's, it's um, you know, when I was, before I started my new job, which I mentioned that uh, we are supposed to uh, set up a new institute. 
prior to that i was in another research organization which was mostly male dominated right and uh, there was where i didn't have a you know first hand experience of what actually gender gap means except that i had a large number of phd student girl phd students who actually uh, had certain specific uh, demands in terms of working ambience how to they can do good science provided certain kinds of you know uh, infrastructure is provided that started made me thinking that this is what one should do at this at the institutional level organization level so that more and more girls will be able to do a better job right mm-hmm. and that's where you know i sort of started thinking in that direction so if we're doing things at the institutional level how does this trickle down to a local level for example in india perhaps so how do when we're making these decisions in institutions where do we bridge the gap between these things that are happening at a really high level and actively attracting young women in these communities and villages around the world to science yeah so um, again uh, i'm a big great believer of that while we you know learn from from the practice from globally best best practice from globally but our action should be local right because we don't need to you know solve the problem bottom up but to enabling atmosphere can be top down in terms of leadership and you know in terms of how you set up the committees what are kind of incentives what kind of award system you provide and kind of stuff but final last mile connection is at the local level so one of the things uh, we wanted to ensure that if you want to attract girls to um you know science education so that they can pursue science later as a professional career you need to bring the local girls use speaking local language you know india is a very diverse country it's actually is a small world in itself right and people speak different languages different socio economic you know uh, sections of the society they represent in a small locality so our phd students our faculty were asked to interact with the with the young girls coming from such kind of diverse communities and then explain to them the excitement of science just simply about you know excitement of science the way we popularize science to anybody but specialized for you know uh, specifically focused on these girls and then telling them about what are the different ways one they can contribute to science and then also interacting um, with accomplished women scientists so that you know they can actually see for themselves because they are all their own speak their local languages they have similar kind of culture they wear similar kind of you know clothes and and so it was easy for them to connect yeah. that they can also do it i know it's my neighbor in my neighborhood if a woman can do it why not me kind of a, you know yeah feeling. so of course gender equality is important across all human activities and everything really but why is this so important in science particularly today why is it so important to have the voices of 50% of our population so what is science science is a set of methods based on rationality critical thinking analytical abilities to understand the natural world and also to solve the problems of the society using the knowledge that we generate using scientific methods so one basic fe- fe- you know feature of scientist who practice true science is you know the objectivity and rationality and you know what it actually in general term means basically they should be completely unbiased now the one of the is- things that science has solved the many times again and again in the societies it has solved the problems of prejudices superstitions right wrong belief systems 
is simply because we have understood the nature better, right? And one of the prejudices, which is most commonly uh, prevalent in the all over the world, is the prejudices related to gender. Now, if science cannot address this question, it's that means science is not being done properly. The second is if those prejudices are there in our community, and if we don't practice gender equality in the truest meaning of gender equality, again we are not doing proper science. It's that's why I keep saying that it's unethical not to accept that there is a gender gap in our community, not to accept that we are also prejudiced when we should come out of it prejudices. Otherwise, we'll not be able to do good science. So in a way, it's 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 intricately linked to doing good science and coming out of these prejudices. Mm. I just want to go back to education in climate and science education. You're the coordinator of Tropic Skew. Could you just explain briefly what this project is? Yeah. So the climate change education that the way we conceived is it is to educate every you know student of the globe. So that tomorrow, when they become the responsible citizens, they will actually look at climate change as a problem to be addressed, you know, locally, but using the global science. And uh, in that context, one of the issues that we are also going to face in in climate change is the people who are uh, affected because of the prejudice of society are going to be affected even more because of the climate change. Climate is going to affect every citizen of the world, but it's going to increase the gender gap issues of the gender it's going to marginalize people who are already marginalized so in that context it's very very important that climate change education has to be taught to every citizen also bringing in the context of of gender gap so that while we are solving the problem of climate change we involve every citizen male or female or any gender so that they can work together and reduces the gender gap and also they'll be in a better position to solve the problem because they'll have a very very interesting innovative diverse ideas that will come on the table to discuss how to solve the problem of climate change locally using different methods so if you were to have a conversation similar to the one we're having now with a young girl who is interested in science and she's just started taking a science class and this is something that she might want to pursue long term whether this is a class with tropic skew or something else what would you tell her what advice would you give her so the way i'm going to explain to her is you know science is a way of understanding the world beyond our sensory perception our sensory perception like how we see how we hear how we taste or smell or something will help us to perceive the outside world but what science provides uh, a way of understanding the real world beyond our own perception for example the way galileo discovered that it is earth which moves around the sun although every day even today we see that sun which is moving around us right so in that context telling the girl that if you understand the world which is beyond our own perception you will also be able to understand the societal differences which have come because of these perceptions prejudices perceptions and you one can actually look at those in a very unbiased way and come out of these problems and and actually actually do very well in our society that we do don't have to be compelled by these prejudices and then be you know left behind so they can also achieve as much as or beyond what men are doing in this world thank you very much for coming in and speaking with us thank you very much for having me here today Thank you for listening to ISC Presents Women in Science. For more information on the International Science Council's initiatives to address gender equality around the world, go to our website, council.science/podcasts.